I got to be honest, I had a lot of fun preparing this homily. Uh, and you'll see why, I think. Obviously, the overarching principle for today that we are to take away is faith. And faith is very often a misunderstood word. And the reason I want to talk about faith is because in the first reading we hear about Abraham. And any time you hear about Abraham, we're meant to think about faith. And why? Well, because he's our father in the faith. He's a man of incredible faith. And the stuff he did was crazy if you actually read the biblical stories. God called him at the very young age of 80 to get up and to leave. To just walk away from everything he had and go into a land he knew nothing about. To take his flocks, his family, his possessions, and go. I remember thinking... The reason I had a lot of fun preparing this homily is I I tried to put myself into the shoes of these biblical characters that I want to talk about in the area of faith. And I remember thinking, like, I'm Abraham and I'm sitting and I got a nice setup. It's a nice place. I'm a good man. And God comes to me and says, get up, take all of your stuff and go to this far off land you know nothing about. And I remember just saying, why? You know, that's how I talk to God. <laughs> why, why, why? Why do you want me to go? And, Abraham, and, and God just says to him, just go. Because I said so. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know, but why? And God says, just go. And so he gets up. And this tells us something very important about faith. When we think about faith... I often think that we think about things we believe in, right? And that's an aspect of faith. But it's not the deepest meaning of faith. Faith is an attitude. It's a way of being. And that way of being, that whole life, is trust and surrender. It's giving over our whole lives to another person's guidance and direction. I mean, Abraham really has no idea where he's going. He has no map. He has no clear plan. He has nothing. And he trusts. I mean, it's not like back... I mean, back in the day when you got up and ventured to a far-off land, it wasn't like you got on a plane or you got on a bus or you got in a car. You walked. And oftentimes, by the time you got to the place you were going, people had died. New people had been born. This was a very strenuous journey, yet he trusts. That is the attitude of surrender. That's why we call him our father in faith. And there's this very beautiful point within the first reading. I don't know if you caught it. Maybe you've heard it before. But God takes, it says, God took Abraham outside and he said, look up at the sky. Count the stars if you can, Abraham. And I think every time we hear that, we assume that it's night. And he's looking up at the stars and he can see them all. It's not. It's broad daylight. And we know that because at the end of the reading it said, when the sun had set. So God takes Abraham outside, broad daylight, says, look up at the sky, count the stars if you can. And Abraham's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Because the Lord is saying, even though you can't see them, you know they're still shining. 
And just as though you can't see my plan, you know, you know it will work. Just as sure as the stars are shining in the bright daylight sky. We have a God of adventure. A real adventure. He summons us to things that are way beyond us. And then he does amazing things if we trust him. Like Peter walking on water. We too can walk on water. But so many of us don't want to do this. We like our comfort zones. We like to stay where we are. And everybody's like, why does it have to be this crazy, dark adventure? (laughs) And I don't have a good answer for you except for this. It makes great stories. I'm serious. People listen when I, when I give talks and I tell stories about my own life and they're like, you have some of the greatest stories. And I'm like, yeah, well, they were terrible when I went through them. <clears throat> but yes, they make for great stories. Think about the, one of the great, my favorite stories. I don't know if you've ever seen it or read the books, but the Lord of the Rings. It is an awesome story, but at like every turn, you're like, they're never going to make it. This is awful. And yet somehow they come out. And here's the crazy part. In the Lord of the Rings, I don't know if you've seen it or or read the books. If you haven't, you're a bad Christian and you should go and watch it. But at least watch the movies. The books are an undertaking, but even better. So, in there, Frodo wants to stay in the Shire. The Shire is a nice, comfortable place. And if he stays in the Shire, the adventure never happens. And he is constantly being called out of the Shire. Out of his comfort zone. And that's when the story happens. When he lets go. There's this beautiful line and they say, they're all sitting around they're like, who is going to destroy the ring? They're having this big meeting. And they're all arguing about who can do it and who can't do it. And finally Frodo stands up and he says, I will do it. But I do not know the way. So he needs a guide. He will do the great thing, but he needs the guide. And we, we can even modernize it a bit. Lord of the Rings might be too old for some people. Maybe Gladiator. Have you seen Gladiator? <clears throat> if you haven't, again, you're a terrible Christian. You should go watch it. In that movie, it's like he turns into a slave. He's one of the great emperor's generals. And all of a sudden, he's a slave. And he wants to avenge his family's death. But how does a slave get to the emperor? And yet, just turn after turn after turn. It's an amazing story. My friends, we even have two beautiful, if you don't know Gladiator or the Lord of the Rings, I hope you know Moses and Elijah. Moses is one of my favorite characters in the Old Testament. You want to talk about an image of faith? Talk about Moses. Again, put yourself into the person of Moses. Right? He's out tending the fa- his father-in-law's flocks and all of a sudden God says, I want you to go to Pharaoh. And Moses is like, yeah, that's a bad idea. He wants to kill me. And, Mo- and God is like, yeah, you, no, you go. <clears throat> and here's what I want you to tell him. I want you to tell him this. Pharaoh, I want you to let 600,000 people, your entire army of slaves, I want you to let them go free, take all of their flocks, all of their possessions, and never return. And I got to think, Moses is like, yeah, that's a bad idea. That, that's not going to work, God. And he's like, I just, just go and tell him. <clears throat> and Moses goes. 
And he goes to Pharaoh and he says, look, God says you're supposed to let all these people go and sacrifice to their God in the desert. And, Mo, and Pharaoh's like, no. And Moses like, yeah, okay, I know. And so he leaves. And he goes back to God and God's like, okay, what happened? He's like, yeah, he said no. And God said, yeah, I knew that. And he's like, well, why did you send me then? And God says, now I want you to go back. And Moses is like, oh, come on. And he says, I want you to go back and you tell him now. Pharaoh, behold, now you will see the power of the Most High with his arm outstretched. And when I'm done, you will beg me to leave this land. Could you imagine, just imagine this, standing on the banks of the Nile with a staff in your hand and believing with all of your heart that when you hit the water, everything was going to turn to blood. Can you imagine that? The type of faith that that would take. And yet these Old Testament characters are not some people on pedestals. Moses was a murderer. Yet God used him and he wants to use you too. Faith is not just some thing that's out there. Faith is real. And when you get in the position of trust and surrender... Amazing things will happen through you. We got to understand in our hearts how powerful faith is. I mean, Jesus wasn't kidding when he said, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move a mountain. He was serious. The other biblical character, Elijah... I mean, his first mission that God gives him is to go and tell all of Israel there's going to be a three-year drought. Yippee! I get to tell everybody life is going to be terrible for three years. And then after that, he has to go and fight the prophets of Baal, 450 prophets. And then once they're all dead, he has to run for his life. He collapses under the broom tree and says, God, just kill me. These biblical characters are not just some mythical vestige of, the, of ancient times. These are real people. And they weren't always good people. Abraham was not a good man all the time. You don't believe me? Just read the story of Abraham. But he somehow managed to stand in this openness of trust and surrender. And if he can, we can. All of us here can. Do we believe? Do we really believe that we are in the hands of a loving father? Because if we do, then no matter what happens in our life, our faith should grow stronger. And you know what? Some of you may say, Father, that's easy for you to say. You don't know what I've suffered. And that's true. I don't know what you've suffered. But I do know pain. And I do know suffering. And I do know that every time I've gone through it in faith, I have grown stronger. Our Lord is training us. There's a persecution coming. I am convinced of it. In fact, it's already here. For those who are spiritually aware. And there are going to be stories greater than those of old that come out of this time. 
Cardinal Newman once said, Lord, give me enough light just for the next step. To be in relationship with God is to be in relationship with adventure. To be in the dark, but to be led. We are not in control, and that's okay because he is. And we can trust that. As we continue this Lenten journey, may our prayer be that of the apostles when they say, Lord, increase our faith. Or that of the father of the possessed boy in the gospel when he says, I want to believe, help my unbelief. Don't hang on and cling to control in your life. Get out of your comfort zone and be led into the unknown. There's no more beautiful way to live. That's the life of freedom. That's the life of faith.